Yeah! You know, listening back to that, you we, you opened the show. And by the way, if you don't start with us at 9.55 every morning, you're doing it wrong. You can go check out the pod to get caught up. But you should, yes. really, you should really join us every day at 9.55 and stay with us all day long. But you said to me that... You kind of kicked me out of the circle of trust. You said that you, you that I'm no longer one of those people that has your back. I just listened to that all over again. Here's what I said. That was your best one yet. Yeah. You're getting really close, and that was really good. Well, how, no, how am I a bad guy? This is what it comes down to. First of all, getting a chance to listen to that for the second time, every other – Every additional time I get to listen to it, <laughs> the worse it gets. You know, so if like, <laughs> well, if that's true. the barometer of hey, that was a good one, uh, that's that's not good. Well, so I, I think it speaks to where we started <laughs> because it, because it was a lot yeah. better. It's just what it, it wasn't know, good, it, but it was. Sound like I I was. Uh, it sounded like I had just run six miles. I smoked four packs of cigarettes. <laughs> And I had a hernia all at the same time. Like everything just happened in one. Um, this is why you're out of the circle of trust. Okay. One reason is you don't like dogs and you asked to keep rookie for a weekend. And somebody sent me a tweet on that. They're just basically saying Travis does not get the dog because <laughs> no. he's kicking dogs out of restaurants left and yes. right. Yes. Okay? I, I want rookie for the weekend, but rookie's not going to my local watering hole. Rookie and I will go for a walk. We'll yep. go to the park. Yep. We'll hang out in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Rookie doesn't go to the restaurant with Travis and Susan. Yeah. Rookie yeah. stays home with the kids. Rookie doesn't trust you because rookies, <laughs> rookies accustomed to fine dining at some of the top-notch Orange County restaurants. Well, if, if that's, that's not part breaker, of the deal. <laughs> if, the deal, if that's a deal breaker, then the deal is broken because he ain't coming to dinner with me. Okay, the other part of it is it's not what you did yesterday. It's what you did the day before. Oh, it's it's when it's when Amanda was in and you had opportunities to well, kind of like, hey, I got Al's back, but it wasn't that. It was, hey, Amanda, you just tell me what you need. I got everything covered. You true. want Al off the show? Let's get him off the show. No, I, I mean, off the show. We were I just, just short of be- that. We were just short of that. We were just, we were another thirty I, seconds away from you saying, Amanda, I get it. If you want to go in a different know, I direction, did a, I did a solo show by myself for six years. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm, I'm ready to step back. Talk in. about saving some money. I, you know what I mean? I'm a company guy. I'm a company guy. I, I was I was bothered by your early attempts at Santa. They were very very lackluster. I know you were. They're, yeah, you were uh, definitely bothered. They're, they've improved. They, and, you, uh, you told me Santa need a mall. That's not good enough. <laughs> The local high no. school, not even no. high school, the local like elementary school. They're like, no, don't even. Like, you go can't there. even be one of those guys with the bell out in front, you know, ringing it to to try to get people to put the. Where I don't even say anything. Can. I don't even say. All I do is just ring the bell. They're like, hey, nope, still not good enough, buddy. Money can drop it. <laughs> that's that's kind of where you are. It was uh, smoking it was a, a cig. Just smoking <laughs> a cig out there. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, Lakers in Memphis tonight. They, they yeah. got a little bit – you had a little bit of a light schedule last week. This one kind of gets backloaded. They play three times in the next four days. Memphis tonight, and then they take on Oklahoma City on Friday night. Day off Saturday, back to L.A., Orlando on Sunday. So three games in four days, and Al, stop me if you've heard this before. How nice yep. would it be to get to see them – play like they played against the Celtics for a couple more games in a row and to say, hey, there it is. That 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 is a solid week of good basketball. You can have a record. I don't know if this is the best example, but let, let me use this as a comp here just because we, we, we had the conversation with Sean McVay. Um, the Rams are 8-4. and four. Mm-hmm. If you look at the games that they've won and the teams that they've gone up against, 
you could maybe make the case that their record looks better than their performance, right? Just yep. And certainly over the last month, there's no question about it. But if you just kind of look at their overall, how have they done? They're 8-4. and four. You've said this about the Lakers. you said that you're not paying as much attention to the record, they're 13-12, and 12, as you are, how do they look? How yep. do they look? Is there... Is the ball moving? Is it well? Did they lose that game because they just didn't shoot well, but they got the shots that they wanted? Did they lose that game because one guy went off? But really, defensively, they were actually playing good team defense. Just using that as an example. It's a good I example. think we've got a mixed bag of everything so far for the Lakers, and I think their last game against Tuesday was the first time that you can you can say, hey, for forty eight minutes. No, that was pretty good basketball. Russ would, was doing what, what his strengths are. LeBron was very efficient from the field. I think he was 13 and 19 from the field. Everybody uh, shot well. Everybody shot well. Anthony Davis grabbed down 16, 17 rebounds and had two blocks and two steals. That's kind of what AD does if you just move him aside from the offensive side of things. I, I think right now with the Lakers, this expectations over these next three games, you laid them out. Memphis, Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Orlando Magic. John Morant's not playing for the uh, for the Grizz tonight. Oklahoma City lost by 73 points last week against Memphis, and they're 2-0 against the Lakers, and then Orlando at Staples Center. Trav, I, I think if you're going to start turning a corner, if you're going to start making Laker fans feel a different way, if you're going to make Laker fans start calling into our show and start talking about Hey, I think they're starting to – this is starting to look a lot different. Hey, this team – you know what? Maybe they just weren't paying all that much attention or they needed some time or LeBron needed to get healthy or whatever the case is, all that is to the side. The problem is when they've been in positions like this before, they have fallen flat on their face. For sure. So I almost – I wait a second to give them the benefit of the doubt. Not that I don't think they're going to beat the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, right. but I also am not shocked if they lose a game because they've no, done that this year. But Both are in play for sure, and I'll even go a step further. Let's say they go 3-0. and Okay, let's say they beat Memphis tonight. They beat OKC tomorrow, which would be the first time they've beat them all season long. They've lost yeah, the other Yeah, two. watch out for OKC. And, and let's say they come back on Sunday and beat Orlando. But it looks messy, right? Russ has eight turnovers, and AD's a non-factor. But they win the game. You know, they, they win the game by a, a bucket or two, or even if you win by seven or eight. That, but it just doesn't look like clean basketball. What it was was you just happened to be better than a couple of other bad teams. That's it. Even that, at that point, it could be a four-game winning streak, right? You beat the Celtics, you win this three. Right. But if it doesn't look like it looked against the Celtics, if it's just wins because Oklahoma City sucks, if it's yep. just a win because uh, Orlando sucks, LeBron had to hit a right. uh, you know a three-pointer at the end. Sure. Right. Yep. It, th- that does not mean, hey guys, they're starting to figure it out. No, it doesn't mean you just got a weird part of the schedule where it kind of broke your way. They need to have the look. They need to have, and what I mean by that is what it looked like against Boston. And yes, they shot really well. Everything looks better when the ball's going through the basket. They played D. They only gave up 102 points. They competed. All of their stars were impactful. Anthony yep. Davis was impactful. Russell Westbrook was impactful. LeBron James was impactful. They won that game because they played well, not because they made a shot or the other team missed a shot. They played well. That's what I need. Do you think the noise outside? So the noise right now from a media perspective and the noise from a fan perspective is what the hell's going on? Why mm-hmm. are they hovering around 500? Questions are coming up for Coach Vogel. Um, hey, is he the issue? Would they make a coaching change? Should they make it? I mean, th- those there's questions being brought up that I don't think anybody thought that was going to be the conversation 25 games in. Do you think there's that type of conversation rumbling within the locker room? 
Just uh, think, think about the players who are there, right? How long they've been in the league. Um, so, do, God, do you think? Question. Do you think there's similar similar conversations or concerns within the? Uh, I love that question, Al. I think that's so good because because my initial reaction was no, no. But th- but then what you followed up and said, think about who's in there. Think about the. LeBron James has been around the block a million times. Yep. So is Russ. So is AD. So is Dwight Howard. You know, the, the, these are Carmelo, guys. Carmelo, Rondo. Carm- absolutely. Yep. And I bet, yeah. Now, are they saying, do you think he's going to get fired? Probably not that. But it's probably conversations of, well, we know what comes next, right? We know, we know, we've seen this movie before that when this starts bubbling up, the next thing that bubbles up is this, and it bubbles, and then – the coach has to address it, and then the team owner has to address it with Jeannie Busted with Mark Medina the other day. And it just – that yeah, I think they're probably talking about, hey, you think that this is – is this the movie we've seen before? Is this going to happen? I don't think they're talking about, hey, no John Morant. Who are we going to defend here? You know, Dylan Brooks. we got to make sure we de- – I don't, I don't think that's the conversation as much as the it, – it, going back to like you said a minute ago, going back to Sean McVay, the narratives that guys like you and me – thrive on right that the, the the through line for the through the season i don't think they talk about all that often but i think this may be the exception of the rule like hey this keep coming up what do you guys think about it? yeah i do what do you think well I, I hope my hope is that if the conversation inside that locker room and i i know you and i were kind of looking for it right if lebron could have kind of squashed this thing pretty easily by just saying this ain't a conversation. I don't even know why this question is being asked. We're not 13 and 12 or 12 and 12 because it because of Coach Vogel. That's not the reason why. Do you remember 14 months ago when we won a championship in the Orlando bubble? Have you seen what Vogel has done in his career? Remember taking Game Seven against Indiana Pacers versus the Miami? I, I'm pretty sure this is not a Coach Vogel thing. But I hope you know there is a. Uh, I hope it's a little bit more personal to some of these guys because this shouldn't be the conversation, and and we shouldn't be. The, the conversation about the Lakers, if you'd have told me before the season started we're 25 games in, the conversation should be, wow, you know what? Golden State's better than we thought. Sounds good. Let's go mano a mano. I can't wait to go up against that team. That's going to be a fun matchup. Hey, Phoenix still barking around thinking that they beat the Lakers. Not It wasn't because of Anthony Davis was injured. No, no, no. It was because AD was injured. Right now, those are not the narratives. Those are not the stories. Those are not the... To, to, it's almost laughable to say, and you and I brought this up, you know, a week, a couple of days ago, whatever it was. Do you still think they're a championship team? Like, do you think this team still, as constructed, can turn this thing around? Don't make a move at the trade deadline. Nothing with a coach. None of that stuff. That seems so distant to even talk about right now, and that's not supposed to be the case 25 games in. Well, there's another option, and it's an option that Kevin Love brought up. He was on uh, a podcast with Channing Fry, the full-bodied podcast, and he was talking about what We should what do a happens. podcast called that. <laughs> yeah, it would be, be very different, have a very different connotation with Travis and Sliwa. Um where we're but, just doing like I'm doing a, a, a set of sit-ups while we're having the conversation, and you have you're holding down my feet, you know, just like making sure, <laughs> like, like a PE in the seventh yep. grade. You're and you're asking like really tough questions while I'm doing the workout. That's just an idea. Just rather an idea. do that than eat the sandwich. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Kevin Love has a theory because you know he teammates with LeBron James back when they won the title in 2016, but he was talking about having that much talent on a team and the Mm. value of the regular season potentially and how seriously sometimes teams with a ton of talent take the regular season. 
Okay, days of our lives, so many storylines, chaos. We had so we did not take the regular season seriously. Stop me if you've heard this before. Does that not sound awfully familiar to what we're seeing? You know, there, I wouldn't say that there's chaos in the Lakers. That there there isn't chaos, but there is smoke. There there is some some noise, some rumblings, and you know, they like you mentioned the other day, Al. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets scrutinized like a Laker team. Yep. Nobody gets scrutinized like a LeBron James sure. team. Add those two things together, yep. and you get what we have right now. That sounds awfully familiar to me. So, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and I was only looking at the 2016 season. That's a year that they, you know, the, the Warriors won 73 games. And mm-hmm. um, I think the comment is more about the 2015 to 2018, the four straight final appearances that the Cavs made, and it was Kevin Love, and it was Kyrie, and it was LeBron. Some of those finals, they're injured. Some of them, they're healthy. I think that's what Kevin Love is referring to, as in um, – the they weren't treating the regular season as maybe the Warriors are right now or the Suns are right now or some of these other up, upper echelon teams. But I, I say that because um, it's big. It's a big difference between what that Cavs team was going through and what this Lakers team is going through. LeBron was like you know how right now we say okay, well LeBron has probably played about half of the game so far. Yeah, um, LeBron. It's it's going to be about hey, it's his nineteenth. Those conversations come up a lot. You're not talking about that in 2015 and 16 and 17 about LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Let me add kind of another layer to it. The Eastern Conference. Remember before LeBron came to the West, a lot of the conversation. Well, it's in the East. You know, the I East. The competition. The the competition is different in the Eastern Conference. Um, they could kind of. I don't want to say sleepwalk through the regular season, but when you get to play Washington and Orlando and uh, go down the list of all these pathetic teams that have been in the Eastern, the Detroit Pistons right. for years have been a part of the the, the Eastern Conference. You can't do that in the West, no, and not and to tr- and to try to take that blueprint from what they were able to do back then is so much different than this Lakers team today. Um, Phoenix is going they, they want home court because they think if they got to go up against the Warriors in seven games they want to play it in Phoenix Warriors are thinking the same thing Lakers are not in that conversation right now and trying to compare what Braun was four or five years ago is a significant difference to who he is today he's different the the field is different field is the, different the, the good news is mm-hmm. this is actually a good explanation as to why they're 13 and 12 I, I don't it's a dangerous game to play but if it is simply just that guys we can flip this whenever we want that's actually better than we're doing everything we can and we're 13 and 12 that do, actually do you think that's the, the case do, I think do, it's do you think mm-hmm. I think it's somewhere in the middle I, I don't think that they're consciously saying we'll flip it when we need to but I also don't think this is maximum you know everything we got every single night I think it's somewhere in between those two things okay, All right. let, let, we, let me throw out let me throw out yeah. real quick to, so today's stat hero of the day it's Steph Curry so as we mentioned Ooh. the Warriors for a quick second some shooting guard I think he's uh, I think he's in the G League he's trying to make his way up into the NBA <laughs> okay. Steph Curry is closing in on Ray Allen's all-time three point record so he needs 10 to pass him uh curry's also going to set the record um significantly fewer games than ray allen you know ended up accomplishing it so he's 33 years old let's say steph curry's in the league for another five years trav he is going to smash (laughs) this record like it, it might be one of those where it's still standing for 30 40 years or something along those maybe i'm wrong maybe he's kind of changed the nba to where this becomes so normal but damn, is for him to be passing Ray Allen and to do it at age 33, 
that's pretty special. All right, Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sportsbook that gives a player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 100% deposit match. Not bad, 100% deposit match. And Steph, I have, I have a comp for you that I want to give you in just a little bit. But coming up next... It's our NFL picks for Week 14. Don't look at me spread. right now, Taylor. Taylor. Don't look at me, bro. Two and against Al. Don't make any eye contact with me. I'm in That's Zen mode. <laughs> Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, so this is what has happened over the when last couple of that music weeks. comes on, I'm all business. All business. <laughs> yeah. So let me set the table very quickly. Al has the lead with 66 points. Our guest pickers are in second place with 56. I am comfortably in last with 42. But here's what's happened over the last month or so. Bergman's like, oh, I'm really good at this. He came in and got zero. He, he missed all four games. That was and, awesome, by the way, because he came in with such confidence. Like, damn, this guy is maybe he is good at this thing. <laughs> Emily comes in on the heels of Bergman and yep. does much better than him, but only gets five points. She gets two of the four games, collects five points. Taylor, which is not say, a bad week. No, it's yep. not. It's fine. And we say to Taylor, "Hey, Taylor, you pick." He goes, "I really don't know a lot about football, but sure, I'll mm-hmm. do it." And he gets 10. He aces it. He goes four for four. And then last week, he goes and he wins again, back-to-back weeks. So we're bringing him back until he he got a seven or eight spot. I mean, that's a freaking solid week, too. He had eight last week. Yeah, so he had eight. Here we go. This uh, I am batting leadoff here. I have the first pick. We're going to start like we do each and every week with the L.A. Rams. The Rams are on the road Monday Night Football. We just talked to Sean McVay about that. The Rams are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. I should have asked him that question. I should have. Where should how should I? Josh, should we take the over or under? (laughs) Where should I do it? I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, I like the Rams getting points. I do not like the fact that the Cardinals handled them quite as easily as they did the first time. So I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to put them in the number one position, all the way at the bottom. Rams at one. Sliwa. All right. uh, This is a tough game. This really is because I I want to. I got to just think, and I know we keep thinking about this for some of these other teams, that they're going to turn the corner. They're going to have a big win. They haven't had one since Tampa. I'm going to take the Rams in this one. I'm not that confident either. Uh, It's only two and a half points, but I'm going to put a two on the Rams for this game. All right, Rams at two for Al. Taylor, you are up. Rams and cards, who you got? I'm putting a two on the cards. Okay, there you go. He definitely knows how to play the game. Whether he knows football or not, With I mean, so far so good, but he definitely knows how to play the game. All right, Al, you're batting leadoff uh, in this one. AFC West matchup in Kansas City. The Chiefs are nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Las Vegas Raiders. Who do you got? A lot of points. Um, Raiders have not really given much of a reason to all of a sudden swing towards them. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Chiefs are playing good football. I'll make this one. I'll make this my three. All right, KC at three for Al Taylor. You're up. Still mindsly, I'm doing Chiefs three as well. All right, so KC at three for Taylor. I'm going to wait. Wait a little... before you go to the, before you go yeah. to the next one. 
So Taylor and I had a side conversation after the first week. Taylor, what did you tell me? We were back in the uh, – you were, I think, uh, putting the podcast up and everything else. I'm like, you said something to the effect of you're no, you don't really follow football, correct? Am I right on I'm that? I'm a basketball, baseball kind of guy. How great is this? That he's walking into this, he's already handling business, and he's not even following it. He's not even following that's, what's going on. That's why he's making the right pick every time because he's, he doesn't he does not overthinking. It. It's just oh, they're the favorite. I'll take them. We'll put that. We'll keep it moving. I'm gonna do a little game theory on you guys. I think it's probably the Chiefs too, but I'm gonna pick the Raiders. Smart. Put them at number two. I'd have done and, the same uh, thing. We'll go from there. All right. So next game, Taylor, you are batting leadoff on this one. The Los Angeles Chargers at home against the New York football Giants. Ten and a half points, Taylor. Who you got? Give me Giants, four. Ooh, he's taking the points, and he's going big at the top. Um, I've got the Chargers wrong every single week, so why not get them wrong again this week? I will take the Chargers. I will also put them at the four, but a chance for me to pick up four points on Taylor San San Diego. The L.A. Chargers San Diego. They're still San Diego. Sleep. Um... All right, this is a freaking tough one. Got to be honest here. Taylor kind of threw me off with his pick. Um, I, I'm kind of leaning in on this one as well. I'm going Giants four on this one. The points of ten and a half points for the Chargers. Uh, listen, uh, Chargers can very well win this game. Nobody's going to question that. They're playing some good football. That's a lot of points. Now, they did go on the road and beat Cincy by, what, 20-plus points. So <laughs> maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. They'll probably I, lose by 10. Trav, Trav, this is this could be one of those games where you pick up some uh, some big time points. I'll, I'll go Giants as well. Yeah, for I, I have to do some game theory here if I'm going to try to get back into it. Last game, Tampa at home against the Buffalo Bills, who were coming off of a loss against a team that channeled 1943 and ran through the ball three times along the way. Uh, Tampa's a three point favorite at home. I think the Bills bounce back in this one. I don't know if they necessarily win, but I think it's a very, very close game. I'm going to take Buffalo at three. Al? Uh, only got one left. It's one. I actually wish I had more points for this one. I'll take the Bucks. I think Bucks will try to continue to send a message that uh, they're real deal. All right, so, Taylor, you also have your one left. You got Tampa. You got Buffalo. Who do you like? I got Bucks one. Okay, you guys are very similar. You got three. Oh, of the actually, four. wait, 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 wait. So you know what this is going to come down to? This is so disrespectful by me just assuming that it's just going to come down to him and I. By the way, and I don't say that. Uh, I don't mean that in any disrespect, Travis. But that I'm might be offended. what happens here. Deep, deeply, uh, this could come down to Monday night game Rams Cardinals. That could but be the difference right you there. You guys are you. You have the exact same picks in every game, but that game. Yeah, and you have them in the same spot. Two. You both have Tampa at one. You both yeah. have KC at three. You both have the Giants at four. Taylor, so listen. I want to make this a, very a clear. Swing. I want to make this very clear. Whether we're working together on this show or you happen to be around during the weekend and we're doing pre and post and everything else, no eye contact. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Just give me my updates when I need. It's thirty and a fifteen when I'm doing my first quarter and my third quarter update. <laughs> give me my halftime timeout. That's it. I want no communication until we figure out what happens this uh, after this Monday. Good luck, Slee. <laughs> Great answer. Travis Lee is brought to you by Goodyear with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. All right. So we uh, we mentioned this a, a little earlier, but yep. there there are certain ways to shoot things down. And then mm-hmm. there are the way that Jeannie Buss decided to, to air quote, shoot something down. Uh, her concern about Frank Vogel or her endorsement of Frank Vogel. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. 
And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Al, I want you to do me a favor. Okay. Um, I want you to ask me the following question, and then I want to give you an answer. And I will, then at the end of it, I want you to tell me how you feel about my answer. I want you to ask me how I enjoy working with Alan Sliwa as my co-host. Hey, Trav, just out of curiosity, how do you like working with Alan Sliwa as a partner of yours at this radio station in L.A. Live? Well, uh, you know, we're as connected as we could possibly be. I I really don't know what you're looking for me to say. I I would just say that until we have a little bit more time together and until we're fully staffed and back in the office, I just can't really make any judgments about anything. How do you feel about that? That's not good. That's not good. (laughs) Okay. 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 So I I know where you're going with this. Uh Uh-huh. You reading too much into it? I don't know. How did that make you feel? Um, did, did, did that feel like it's a, it's a, I it's a good example? It's a good example I, to do it that way. That I am invested in our partnership together moving forward. If I answered that question like that, no. The, the obvious answer. It sounds is like no. you'd you'd still be figuring. You're still figuring out a lot of things. That's right. what I take or, away from or, that. Or or yeah. I don't like it. That that's the other option. That I don't want to say I don't like it, but I don't like it. The reason we did that is because Jeannie Buss did an interview with Mark Medina from NBA.com. Love Mark Medina, by the way, and he asked her about Frank Vogel and his job status and, you know, all the noise that's been out there in the universe about, you know, where he is with this Laker team this season. And she responded, quote, until we're 100% healthy, I don't think you can really make any judgment. She went on to say, we're as connected as any organization can be. I really don't know what you're looking for me to say. I would say until we're 100% healthy, I won't make any judgments about anything. That I can is, answer it. Can I answer it yeah, for you? Sure. I, I think this is exactly what she's saying. Um, got a lot of expectations for this team. This is supposed to be championship caliber quality. Uh, we went out there and got another all-star, and we're, we're all in every freaking season as long as LeBron James is here. We either get results or we don't get results, and everything will be on the table down the road if things don't start turning around. Is that is that a safe way to kind of interpret interpret what she just said? Yeah, I think that's probably pretty close. I, I, I think that that's about right. I, what it isn't is – Hey, listen, we have not played the way that we need to play. We need yep. to win. We, we, this is an NBA championship caliber team. We went out and got Russell Westbrook. We traded picks. We did blah, 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 blah. We just Anthony, won a championship 14 months won. ago. We have LeBron and AD. But we did it with Frank Vogel. The idea that we're not coached well is not the problem. 
That's not what's going on right now. We have a lot of things going on, and everybody shares responsibility in them. But Frank Vogel is not at the top of this list. That 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 that's we're done. We 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 keep it moving. And that's not saying that he doesn't share some responsibility in the struggles that they have, because you and I, I think are on very similar pages. Frank Vogel has some responsibility for the way that they've played, but it's not at the top of the list. It, it, it's at best halfway up the list and probably more towards the bottom of the list. Effort and defense is the coach's responsibility. The Lakers kind of wax and wane in those two categories, but that's not, that's not at the top. There, there are other things at the top. But this thing keeps bubbling up, and nobody, not LeBron James, not Jeannie Buss, has said, guys, no, that's not what's going on. I think, I think there's, there is value in what wasn't said. Do, do you mind it? Because, you know, when I kind of sit here and, I, and I, as we talk this through, um, I don't mind it. I, I don't, you know, do they have to give – do you think they have to come out and say, coaches – this is the guy. There's no question about it. We shouldn't be talking about this. Do they have to do that? Or let's just kind of look at the reality of the situation. They are 13-12. and 12. And you know what? They're a couple-game losing streak of going from 5th or 6th place down to 8th or ninth place in the Western Conference just based upon you know how close everybody is. Uh, we're not even having discussions or conversations anymore about the number 1 and number 2 seed. I think everybody has pretty much said, yeah, that ship has gone, has sailed. The best you could do is maybe a 3rd or a 4th seed in the Western Conference. And mm-hmm. whether you value the regular season or you don't, I think that it's okay to not come out and say that uh, like you were just mentioning, maybe what you were looking for from um, LeBron or what you were looking for from Genie Bus that hey he's that's not the issue he's fine we're gonna figure this thing out together I I don't I see where kind of both of them are coming from nobody's in a position where they should feel comfortable if you're a 500 team with the expectations like the Lakers have yeah I, I think that's it right like I, I'm not looking for it necessarily because. You just surprised I, you didn't hear it. I'm just I, I noticed that it wasn't there. I, yep. I'm not looking for a full throated, you know, uh, support of Frank Vogel. If they want to give it, that's fine. If they don't, I think that there's value or there's meaning in that. What what you say has meaning. What is not said has meaning. And and like the reason we did it the way we did it at the top was because if somebody said to you, "Hey, what do you think about Trav?" and your response was. Eh, you know, we're kind of where we're, you know, we're, we're going through some stuff and, you know, we're missing a couple of pieces here and there, but yeah, we'll see. I'd be like, eh, well, I think I know where I stand. Hmm. It, 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 you have to kind of put yourself in these things. Everybody's a human being. Everybody understands that what, what, when it is a real endorsement and when it's a half-hearted one or when there's no, no endorsement at all. And this was not a full-hearted endorsement by any means. I don't know if it's going to change either. I, I think the I only think so way... I think the only way any of this change or changes down the road is, and we were talking about this when Barkley had his comments about Anthony Davis. When um, you've heard, you know, whatever other rumblings, people are going to have their opinion. We're going to have our opinion. You know what you do to shut everybody up? You win, and you look good winning, and you start looking like the team that you're supposed to look like. And we stop having conversations about blowing a lead against the Sacramento Kings and losing in triple overtime or having to grind towards the end against teams that are not that good like the Indiana Pacers uh, or needing a fourth quarter to come back where LeBron gets uh, ejected from the game or a flagrant two, and that's supposedly your motivation to wake up. Uh, The only reason why we're having any of this conversation is because the results aren't there. So they start changing things tonight against Memphis. 
tomorrow against OKC, Sunday against the Orlando Magic, and they look good doing it. Nobody's going to – that conversation will fade away. If it doesn't happen, that conversation is not going anywhere. All right, let's try a phone call. Dr. Pepper, call in line. Let's go to Long Beach and Coop. Coop, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? What's up, fellas? Love the show, man. Uh, happy holidays to you guys. Same thing. Uh, I wanted to kind of, yeah, I kind of wanted to uh, just talk about Vogel. Uh, it's not, we're not putting the blame on Vogel, but it does look bad when he runs bad lineups out. Uh, the team wasn't constituted to kind of fit his mold this year. It was kind of more predicated on shooters and space in the floor. Uh, we just have a lot of players that can't play defense. Wayne Ellington, they all ball watch. Uh, the second team, uh, second thing is uh, AD doesn't look all the way right. He looks like he's lost a step since last year due to injuries, but he just doesn't look like the the AD that we saw our championship year. But that's all I need to say. But uh, let us show, guys. Keep it up. Yeah, appreciate thanks, it, man. You know, it's funny he said that about AD. I, I do not think he's lost a step. I, I do not think that's the issue. But you know what I've heard a lot? I've seen it on Twitter a lot. I've heard people mention it. I know that a couple of people have called our show and brought it up. And and I go back to when you and I did media day at the beginning of the season. Yep, he's big and not heavy, not fat. Like he's he's in he got ex- bigger. Looked like he was in the gym, dude. Like mm-hmm. noticeably so. But that he is just much more muscular and stronger than he has been in previous years. And you know, nine nine out of ten times, that is a, an incredible benefit to just take care of your body the way that he clearly did. He put in the work. But I wonder if there is a, a bulk issue. I don't think he's slower, but he's certainly bigger. Well, here, here's the problem with that. He's not using it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if, if he got bigger and he put on, let's say, 10 pounds of muscle, you would think then part of that reason is I'm going to go demolish dudes down in the paint. I'm going to go take over games. Um, I use as an example, Giannis is one of the – uh, he's a freak, right? That's yeah. part of his, his nickname. He really is. I mean, just look at his body. You're like, what the hell is this? He uses it. That's That plays to his advantage on the basketball floor. And I know his skill set isn't the same as AD's, uh, but at the same time, I, I don't know how much he's used it, Traps. So I, I hate to kind of – if if his jumper is also is all, all of a sudden a little bit different or there's some other things because of that size, but he's just killing people down low, they kind of compensate. I don't know if they've compensated. Yeah, look, I, I think the days of hoping that Anthony Davis is going to go kill people down low are, are – Gone. Still got faith. Still got they, faith. Every they, look, single day I wake up, <laughs> he it will does happen. it on occasion. When, when yeah. he goes down there, he's phenomenal. Yeah, he, I mean, this is why I, I am. I, I think you were kidding, but this is why I long ago moved on from that. It's because he. There is no question that when he does go down there, he just kicks people's ass all day long. He just he just dominates down there. He's phenomenal, and then. Next game, he's out on the perimeter again. It's just, and maybe it's roster, and maybe got another big down there, and he doesn't like the five as much as he likes the four, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. That's fine, but his best basketball comes when he's down there just killing people. You know what's funny? I forgot you brought something up when Mace came in, and we were talking about Anthony Davis, and you kept saying, you know, he doesn't have it. If you're ten years in, and that trait that you're looking for has not has not it's not there on a consistent basis and that's what you should expect moving forward I don't know if I fully agreed with it you know you're talking about leadership mm-hmm. and one of the conversations was I think sometimes it's the predicament in the position that you're in he was probably more of a leader when he was with the Pelicans and unfortunately 
I, I understand it of, well, you could be Rondo. If I'm, if I'm Rajon Rondo and I'm out in Boston, and even though KG's there and even though Paul Pierce is there, I can still kind of show some leadership. Sure. And then I go to another team I can show – and then I'm here with the Lakers, I can still show some leadership. I wonder with Anthony Davis if part of the reason why you don't see some of that is because you're kind of depending on – well, LeBron's going to do this. LeBron's going to do that. It's not a good thing. I'm just saying that he might be in a position further on down in his career where LeBron's not there, and he's going to have to be that guy. Well, I'll push back on that two different ways. Number one, I love, I love the example you just used in Rondo because he, he what, what Rondo is is exactly what I'm talking about. Even mm-hmm. when Rondo was a young player playing with established vets like Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, it's like, I want to get my opinion in. Yeah, that that dude ain't messing around. Yeah, that 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 guy is. You know, even though he's the pup on the team, he's he's the real thing. He's gonna stand up and say, "No, this is BS. We're we're not doing that." His his leadership was very very obvious, even at mm-hmm. a young age, even with other mega stars around him. So I think I think that makes my point that it's there. The other part about LeBron. Then I want to th- take that point out. And I want to. <laughs> I want to remove that. If that is that. If that helps your argument, <laughs> I think it does. Let's take that off the podcast. I, I I think it's fantastic. The other part is, and I think you're right. LeBron James draws so much attention. Everything and and <laughs> is just... is such a an effective leader. There's no yeah. question about it. That it is hard to be a, a a fellow alpha when you've got LeBron James on your roster. That being said, LeBron's missed half the games this season. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been there. Mm-hmm. So let's let, let's let's and, and this is why I I feel very comfortable in my assessment of he's is he a great player? Yes. Are there nights where he's the best player on the team? Yes. Are there nights where he's the best player in the league? Yes. Is he the dude? Nope. Hmm. And and I I feel really comfortable with that. Let's try another phone call. Hossie in the Heights this time. And Hector, Hector, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up? Trav, what's going on, my fellow Gaucho? Hey, go Gauchos. Ole. There you go. Class of 96, baby. Right on. Hey, I totally disagree with you in terms of Vogel. For some reason, I'm not sure why you're babying him or trying to protect him, but he does bear not a little and not a lot, but he's out there in the top three. So I'll give you my top three. It's been injuries, right? Our health has been uh, off this year. Second, Davis. Sit the Davis uh, situation. The numbers don't lie, but numbers don't also give us the whole truth. And in terms of the eye test, Davis just does not have that presence, that Batman feel, right? He's totally <laughs> like Robin, that. okay? And then third is Vogel. I mean, his lineups, I mean, starting Avery Bradley, we're giving Avery Bradley more minutes than, than Monk, right? The whole reason we brought Monk and Ellington was to spread the floor. Hector, I'll yeah, push back. Know- I'm going to push back real quick on the coach thing because, you know, when you say protecting or babying Vogel, I think that's an interesting way to put it. Um, this is the one thing I'll say, and we, we did this to show – I think I did this on Lakers Talk a couple days ago. You know how many different lineups the Lakers have tried? You know how many different lineups they've tried? Second most in the league. Do you know how many Philly. different starters they've thrown in there trying to figure out, hey, this is going to be our starting five. Hey, this is going to be our closing five. So, Hector, the, the reason why – and, and I'm not here I trying like to – I don't like going at a gaucho like this, by the way. I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm Team Hector right now. Go well, ahead. Well, listen, if it was – first of all, if it was an Aztec, I would agree to everything, <laughs> absolutely everything. But the, the reason why 
Um, coach 100% deserves some of the blame, but I think some of the blame is, do you have your guys, are your guys fighting? Are they valuing the regular season? Are they doing every, everything they can to, you know, make sure that there isn't a conversation about his coaching, um, about his coaching position? But I think the one thing you can't say about Coach that he has not tried different things. Every every freaking game I'm doing the pregame show, I'm like, Michael, you want to guess the starting lineup? I It's you, literally a game in there because we don't know who's going to start. So maybe it's not a perfect rotation. Maybe he should use Monk a little bit more. Maybe you're right on that. But you cannot tell me that this guy has not tried 50 different lineups because he has, and no one has stood out saying, "I'm dem- that is my spot and, and nobody else should be taking it. I don't think anybody's really jumped out like that. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You know what today is, Al? Today uh, is National Pastry Day. Are you okay. a, a, a pastry guy? Grab a little pastry with your coffee in the morning occasionally? All right, so you've said this a couple different times. Sweet, savory, which one do you kind of oh, go off of? for sure. For sure. I'm with you. I go savory as well. It's got to be, first of all, I'm not a big sweets guy, and it can't be too much sweets. But just the right amount, a cup of coffee or a yeah. glass of milk or something. Like, I know I sound like I'm uh, nine years old or something. Uh, no but there's certain... Here. There, there's certain type of pastries that I can have, but I can't say, you know, somebody can say, I have four donuts. I, I can't do that. <laughs> no. I, I'm, not, I'm not the guy no. that could do that. You know, you know what? One of the pastries, I'm not a big pastry guy at all, but you know what mm-hmm. is pretty? Every time I see one, I'm like, yeah. I, think I, I know it is. Don't that. tell me. I know yeah. it is. Go ahead. Cinnamon roll. Oh, no. Never, 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 <laughs> never, never. Um, I love how and, you hate cinnamon rolls. And almond croissant. Is oh, those darn are good. Come on, those are stupid. <laughs> those, those are stupid. Those are ridiculous. Pan on the inside. It's come on. Just, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, that's By the way, you go. You go. I, I don't know if you do this. So Monday through Friday, I'm probably just grabbing a couple Starbucks. I don't know why Saturday or Sunday, all of a sudden, it's like this boutique coffee shop. <laughs> like I spent a dollar fifty extra, and I'm like, oh man, just going big this morning. <laughs> the pastries they have. You're talking about the almond croissant. Yeah. You know, they do it right. Like some of those, uh, they get it from a local bakery, whatever. They, yeah, those are Shame, those are solid. Shameless plug, anybody that gets up to the Santa Barbara area, if you ever go to Janine's, mm-hmm. get the almond croissant and you will be just blown away by I, it. I don't have one for San Diego and San Diego State, but <laughs> just so it's not like good. I should say that. So good. All right. Uh, according to a report from The Athletic, uh, the Arizona Coyotes might get evicted from their hockey rink because they haven't paid their tax bill. Now, okay, I know what you're thinking. Hey, you know, sometimes there's big, big corporations. There's all sorts of money, and maybe they they owe $250,000, okay, which for professional sports is like a rounding yeah. error. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty grand. You're about to get your your sticks and pucks left outside on the street. Pay your bill, Coyotes. What's going on over there? I like, just no kind of think about that. For that to be a story, that's an incredibly unique story. That's not a normal story that we cover in sports, and it does make me think. What's the date today? The eighth, ninth. 
ninth. Yeah. I don't know if Dean's late or not, but <laughs> get that Agreed. Venmo. Get that Venmo over to Kroenke ASAP. He's waiting for his rent check, okay? How great would it be if the Chargers show up for a game and all their helmets and shoulder pads and signage is just piled no, no, up in the no, front No, the of gates the are locked. The gates are locked. <laughs> no, no, they're, all their stuff's out front. The gates are locked. They can't get in. It's like, hey, yeah. this is, you own this, but you're not yeah. allowed back in. 250 and Dean, grand? That's and nothing. you just see Dean at Wells Fargo like trying to explain to people what's going on. No, no, I transferred the money over. Yeah, not going to happen. Incredible. Not Coming happen. up on Monday Night Football, uh, Andrew Whitworth will be the first 40-year-old to play left tackle in the NFL. That is that is that was something that kind of fly under the radar. That is truly remarkable because that is a position that takes a great deal of technical ability. Yeah. But you also have to be incredibly athletic and strong and fast and quick. And that you can do that at 40 years old and still do it at a high level like Andrew Whitworth does is super impressive. Everything you describe just makes me feel – um, like I'm just not doing enough in life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, just not, not like, putting in the work. Here I you feel- and I talking about almond croissants and this and that. This <laughs> yeah, dude's going to be 40 years old playing on Monday Night Football. He's six foot seven, 330 mm-hmm. pounds, and lean, Al. It's, it is it, the only other person, two other people that I've been in their, their presence, like right next to them, where I'm like, yep. this doesn't make any sense. Shaq, for all the obvious reasons. Dwight? Yao for all the uh, obvious reasons, and Andrew Whitworth. And, and Andrew Whitworth isn't as tall as Dwight, but he's got he's got 70 pounds on Dwight, and he's lean. It's just uh, It just doesn't make any sense at all. Very quickly, Meryl Streep did not know what it meant when Jennifer Lawrence called her the goat. That <laughs> She thought that she was being called a goat as opposed to the goat. <laughs> so that's pretty great. I'm not mad at that. That's all right. You know, she's not – it's like she's – 24 sitting on uh, ESPN.com where every other article is about who's the greatest of all time. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I like that. And she, that doesn't that make her even the more goat. the goat? Yeah, it absolutely does. Her goat status got elevated by not knowing what goat means. How, awesome. do, uh, how, do, people, whoa, how do people find the pod, Slee? ESPN app or on iTunes. Search Travis and Sliwa. If you miss the show live, you can hear us uh, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., but you could also catch it on the podcast. Uh, All right, Mason in Ireland is coming up next. Speaking of the podcast, if you didn't get a chance to hear it earlier, Sean McVay joined us about 11.45 this morning, so you can go back and check that out. Al and I have all your Lakers stuff tomorrow. We'll be right back 10 a.m. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.